Welcome everybody to another episode of the Wondering Christians podcast and today we will be discussing Christianity's relationship and what it should be in regards to um, governments and politics. And um, and it's an important subject uh, nowadays. Uh, there are a lot of things happening around us um, that make us all Christians think about these subjects. I think um, we're, we're talking about this at uh, an important time and it's also... Uh, helpful, helpful for us to go through our own uh, thoughts and talk to other Christians as well about this and see each other's opinions. Um, as with most things, we don't know each other's opinion, me and Peter, so I guess we're going to be finding out uh, today as well. Let's start with this question. Do you think the church should be a part of the state? That's a hard question. Oh, no. Um... To be honest, I think in most cases it shouldn't be. I think it's safer if it isn't. Um, if the church is separate from government, it's very safe. Well, it's a lot safer because the policies in the government won't be influenced as much by some uh, religious doctrine or mandatory idea that might not be rational. And the problem with having religion associated with the government, like being part of the government, um, is that Maybe you're lucky and you have a good religion as part of your government. Uh, but if, if you're unlucky, then, you know, it can be pretty depressing and it can make the rules go bad. And it's also bad uh, for, it might be bad for people of other religions that they're forced to abide by another religion's uh, rules just by merit of being a citizen of a certain country. However, there are very few countries that have religion associated with their government nowadays. One of them is Iran, which has Islam. I guess there are some other Muslim countries, but this one's super, it's got Islamic religion is super associated with their government. And then I think England or Great Britain and, or, and the rest of the Commonwealth, it has the Queen, which is the head of the English church. Uh, she's also the head of the state. And you have the English, uh, like the Anglican Church, being part of the government as well in some ways. But they, I think they, they managed to find a good equilibrium. There's a certain degree of respect from the church, uh, respecting the, the rule of parliament and whatever they decide. For example, the Anglican Church is against abortion, I'm guessing. However, parliament has decided abortion is okay but the the church does respect the parliament and i think it's been like 400 years to get to this point parliament had to to fight maybe one or two civil wars over it to see who really decides if it's the head of the church or the parliament but yeah did you understand my response uh, what do you think yeah that's great and i do agree with a lot of it i um, personally do not believe that the church should be a part of the state. Uh, I think my main problem with it is the influence that the state can have over the church and how in, if, if the state is secular and that the church, due to historical reasons, is still bound to the state, the church can very much become a culture fearing institution and not a God-fearing institution. I think the closest that a church should get to the state is if, well, if the majority of people within, for example, Portugal are Christian, 
then you will more likely have Christians in the Portuguese parliament. And therefore you'll be having a more true form of Christianity and a more true form of church and more true form of Christian ideology in general being played out within the state. Yeah, I uh, like what you said is really important and it's something I forgot, which is I, I talked about how the church can impact uh, the politics of the government, but it's also true what you said, how the government and the culture can impact the church. And if you keep them united, uh, there's going to be a lot more influence between the two of them. Yeah, for, for example, if the secular state um, legalizes homosexual marriage and the church is bound to the state, yeah. then an awful lot of pressure is going to be placed onto the church yeah. to also accept homosexual marriage not only to accept homosexual marriage but also to perform the ceremonies Mm -hmm. as is the case with the church of england to be specific yeah so so i think if if they are associated closely then the church uh, the government can uh influence the church badly but if they are closely associated the church can also influence some good things on the good sometimes bad but um if it's a, a good religion, it can influence some good things. I think I've been uh, thinking about this one theory uh, recently, which is how the Anglo- the Church of England has been uh, a force for conservatism in England. Whilst in America they don't have this association between the two churches, their conservatism comes from their written constitution, and their unrelenting devotion to it, <laughs> basically as a divine, almost. But um, in England, the the fact that there is a royal family and that the royal family is associated with the church, and it basically saying that the head of the state is you know Protestant Christian, I think that brings a lot of conservatism into British politics that wouldn't be there otherwise. Do you agree with that? To a very limited extent, I think it depends on the scenario upon which you find yourself in. You know, if you find yourself with a monarch who is Christian by name only, but actually has very much postmodern perspectives on reality, then having them as a head of the church can be an absolutely terrible idea. Definitely. So up until now, I don't think we've had... Well, I don't think England's had that yet. I think it can. Ha- it's, it's likely to happen uh, in the next few years, uh, sadly. But up until now, it's, it's like the military. Normally, I think in every country, the military is always more conservative than the general pro- population. And I think the royal family and this link between the church and the government, it forces, it forces just normal people... Uh, that are in government or that are, you know, talking about politics, it forces them to think about God and know that the foundation of, you know, the English government, for example, is Christian. However, um, I think America, the United States, they can do basically the same thing, uh, just in different ways. Um, I think they have they have a clear separation between church and state, yet they have it written in their constitution and Bill of Rights and etc. that it's God that gives them 
their rights, uh, their rights to freedom of speech and to have a weapon and all those things. It's God that gives it to them. So whenever you're debating American politics, you have to have in mind that it's those rights come from God and it, that forces a certain conservatism on the population as well. But I think I want to ask you now, do you, what does separation between church and state actually mean? Does it mean just that there isn't a... Uh, that it's different from, uh, for example, England, where you have the head of state being the head of the church as well? Or does it mean that you can't have certain things like, in God we trust? Okay, so what I mean is that there is no legal tether between the parliament and the church, and that the one institution cannot necessarily influence the other. And that, um, actually, concluding my last point, any influence that's Christian, that's through Parliament, should be natural, it should be through the people who are Christian. But, okay, so in England as well, I think there's this, uh, I think you don't really have a legal, well, you have a legal connection between the royal family and the government, but it's mostly symbolic. Do you agree? I don't know. Is that right? Yeah. She's very much a symbolic figurehead. I think that's good because it, it, it still forces the country to be conservative. The royal family and the church is way more conservative than the rest of the population in general. Yeah, it doesn't really have an influence on the government. Okay, so another issue we, we have to tackle when talking about this is I've heard so many people online say that America is losing its... Um, America or England or any other country loses its uh, separation between church and state when people have religious reasons behind their beliefs. Uh, For example, there's a guy called Kanye West, I think most people have heard about. He was running for president and he's Christian. We basically knew he wasn't going to win, but a lot of people were saying that him becoming the president would would break uh, the boundaries of uh, separation of church and state because he's a Christian and his reasons for executive orders or whatever are Christian. What would you say to those people? Kanye West is an individual who is a Christian, not an institution that represents multitude of Christians. He is not, as an individual, legally bound to the state. If he was to yeah. become president and then make out of all the churches of America, a single entity or any kind of entity and called it the Church of America and then gave them influence over the House of the Senate or something like that, um, then that would be putting up church and state together. However, having Christian as president is not church and state the majority of previous united states governments were christian and it has also been maintained and continuously maintained throughout Mm. the constitution i think that the church is separate from the state so that's my response yeah yeah definitely i think history is super important on this answer and there's loads of people and it's impressive well, it's, it's crazy how many people use this argument for, for pe- when you're arguing for, uh, for against abortion, when you're argue, arguing for pro-life uh, positions, they say that you can't have that position because it would stop the separation of church and state. 
but that's not true. I think probably the United States has been the best country in in the area of maintaining their idea that all these rights come from God um, and that we're created by God and their whole government, if you look through history, from the creation of their government, it's it's based on uh, the belief uh, that God has given them these rights. That, so they rebelled against the English what, on what they believed were the, uh, those God-given rights. So the Christian religion, uh, not, not necessarily the Christian religion, but the, the belief in God, uh, the monotheistic God, he is central uh, to the United States. Yeah. Going back to that Kanye West thing real quick, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you have an atheist as president, does that mean that the ath- the atheist church is part of the state now? Or if you have a Hindu president, does that make the Hindu temples? It's a straw man argument. Definitely. And it's this unrelenting uh, fight for secularism. And I think there are, here in Europe, it's it's a lot stronger than over there, but it's still not not as bad, I think. Um, and I think even a lot of Catholic countries are less secular than some Protestant countries. I left the UK when I was fourteen, so I can't remember what it was like. <laughs> well, no, I, ca- I can remember what it was like, but I can't remember. Oh, I didn't even think about political questions and stuff like that. So I don't know what it's like. But could you? Is is like the belief in God? fundamental to uh understanding british politics and stuff because let let me give you an example if if i'm arguing if the second amendment which is the right to bear arms to bear weapons to have weapons the best argument would be god gave humans this right that's how they would argue or for the first amendment if someone's defending no freedom of speech is essential because it was given to us by god would that be a valid argument in the UK? No, that would not be... Ta- you'd probably get laughed out of Parliament, to be honest. Regarding the law as well, at one time it may have been based off of more so from biblical inspiration. Mm-hmm. However, these days it's becoming less and less recognisable as that. It's turning into a mosh pit. Yeah, and it was. I don't know, I have the documents with me now, but I'm certain that... I'm so, so certain that in the 1600s, 1700s, their belief for their rights was God. But now it's a shame that... Sec- and, and, and I think I would agree, uh, you would be laughed at. The Church of England has rolled over as well as the Roman Catholic Church on many areas of life and politics. They do not fight for aggressively over things like abortion. They do not fight aggressively over things such as... Mm-hmm. homosexuality or yeah. transgenderism their constant attempt at a solution at everything is oh let's have a cup of tea oh <laughs> let's be friends yeah yeah yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like no yeah you know they they don't stand they will go to any extent right i'm going to say something controversial If you had Hitler as dictator in this country, the Church of England, I reckon, would try and appease him and appease him and appease him until there was no more Church of England to appease. Yeah, I can, uh, I think, I think you're probably right. I don't know. I, I don't know what it's like now, but I can definitely see that type of thing happening. But to be honest, you still have to give it to the will 
to the strong will of the English people to fight for Brexit. So they voted for something and they managed to fight for four years and win. So I guess, you know, it's there's still some will for, you know, conservative values and stuff and for their own, the, you know, the ideals of their own nation. Okay, so... Do you have like do you have another question? Oh, that's a good point actually, because the, the the Church of England is actually in you could argue quite a privileged position as a church in comparison to other countries where the church isn't a part of the state. You could argue that the church should have more, you know, does have more influence than other countries, and it probably does, but they actually don't do mm-hmm. anything with that influence. Maybe they had they have so much power that they they relax with that power and they don't see a need to fight. Um, whereas where religion's being attacked, those people, those Christians, are probably a lot more fervent. And I think here in Portugal, to be honest, the Catholic Church does a lot to fight for uh, their religious values. Yeah, well, I mean, what's happening over here is the Church of England is just shrinking and shrinking anyway even though it is still the, um, you know, the church of the state. But it's, it's being replaced by independent churches that are rising up, and these guys are agile, and these guys are resistant. Okay. And that's fantastic, and they're not scared to go on the attack. Mm-hmm. They use the shield and armour of apologetics, and they'll stab with polemics. Mm-hmm. And they're learning to do that, and that's great because, you know, the Church of England solution to Islam is, oh, don't hurt their feelings because that's Islamophobic. Just have them for tea, you know. <laughs> and then, oh, let's let them in our churches and do their pagan crap, um, their Baal yeah, worship, yeah, yeah, yeah. whoever it is. In a church, can you imagine a mosque allowing Christians in to do a Christian service in there? They're giving the Muslims legitimacy and they're not fighting for the faith. They're fighting for being liked oh yeah yeah so this is classic liberal leftist establishment i think that's the best word actually because a lot of leftists and the the most radical leftists they don't care about being liked they just break and do whatever they want break stuff and do whatever they want but the establishment is that's like the trademark uh thing about the establishment it's they do whatever they have to to appease what they perceive as the general consensus of the people. And I can't think of a greater, of a more establishment institution than the Church of England. That's super establishment. The Conservative Party is super establishment as well. I guess I give it to them that they did fight till the end, but for Brexit, for example, but they, for like two years, they were ready to flip-flop on so many issues (laughs) i'm beginning to think that the foreigners have more interest in protecting british values than the native british people do (laughs) well to be honest for me it's like uh protecting um conservative values and what used to be so i'll debate americans on their on their politics sometimes and maybe english people as well you know, countries that I'm a bit more familiar with because uh, it has a global influence. It's really important for the for the conservatives all around the world and so is the United States. Well, we have this advantage where 
as being British, we're not exactly like the Americans and we're not exactly like the mainland Europeans. Yeah. And so when one of them cocks up badly, we don't cock up as much usually. Yeah. Thank you everyone for listening to another episode of Wondering Christians. We hope you have a good day and cheerio.